So I'd like to introduce Batur Abdesalam, a 17-year-old teenage woman. Batur has a Palestinian background but grew up here in Saudi with me. I'd say she's growing up to become a successful micro-influencer. Uh, an important thing to note about Batur is uh, her Instagram account. In her Instagram account, she's under the eyes of hundreds of Saudi Arabian followers. So hi, Batur. Hi everyone, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Of course, okay. So, um, the first question I want to dive into for today is what kind of content do you produce on your Instagram? I think I mainly um, produce content that's about beauty and lifestyle, mainly beauty, I'd say. But yeah. So, why did you start it? So, first, off before even having my Instagram public or um, accumulating this platform, I went into freelance modeling. Um, I just always liked makeup, fashion, it's kind of my niche, I love it. So I decided to do that for a while. Okay. And then um, I was like, why not go public and share what I'm doing with everyone? Hopefully I help someone and learn a few things from other people as well. Um, when you made the decision to go public was it something you had to think about or was it just in oh why not make it public it was terrifying to say the least and i know that sounds silly but um i think there is an idea that hopefully we're gonna get to talk about okay. as we progress in this podcast but it's just i don't think society is um very I would say used to women displaying their lives publicly and their preferences and mm. just sharing their life or at least a part of their life. Mm. And I felt nervous because of the community I was surrounded by. I didn't know what people were gonna say about me. I didn't know how people were gonna feel, how mm. um, even like my friends are gonna feel, even people that I'm close to. So it was terrifying. Um, did you not want to tell your friends? Well, uh, did did you want to tell your friends or you didn't want to tell your friends um so obviously people found out that i was public because they can see my account uh without having to follow so it's something that was known but never spoken about i never told anyone directly yeah. and i also never ever told anyone that i got into modeling until they found out i was just very scared because it's just not common and i was very insecure about what people would say about me do you I think it was mainly, uh, not that I, like, I, I, uh, yani, I'm one of your friends, and I wasn't, yani, I wouldn't say that I was, like, mad or, like, confused, and you didn't tell me. I thought it was more because in uh, you were just growing, so you didn't want to make it, like, it's something that you... A big yeah. deal. You were like, I'm, I'm growing this thing, and, and I don't want to make a big deal out of it. So I don't want to like bring it to the table and tell you guys. I think it was more like that. If, if I'm right, I'm not sure. Yeah, because um, I don't know. Uh, some people view this kind of industry or whatever it may be as something like uncommon and like vain, and it's like. Oh, so you think you can do this and be this and whatever. And that's not my intention. Yeah. It's just something fun. I it's just something, do. yeah. But I was scared of what people would think and what would happen if I told people. So. Okay, so um, has it been challenging being uh, a local public figure on 
Instagram or I'd say like somebody trying to grow their following trying to be um like you have a public Instagram and you're slowly trying to like gradually grow your followers and I think um you're doing that in front of like hundreds of people seeing you trying to grow that well I think and I I believe in it, it is a, a struggle and um, especially because you do have some followers that I'd, I'd say are not traditional but conventional like they have this specific way of posting the specific idea of how they'd go about it with their Instagram so if you do face some challenges if the answer is yes I'd also want to know, know what some examples you don't have to like name anybody just some examples of what the challenges have been the challenge that I faced other than being scared of what people thought of me mm-hmm. is there's also a constant worry even after you go public and even after people know that you're public and you're sharing this part of your life mm-hmm. I am always thinking am I saying too much am I showing too much am I being too much am I just putting so much of my life out there to the point where other people that think um, it's out of the norm would be like, what is she doing? This is not okay. This is not accepted. Like, you know, so I'm always scared like before I post anything ever. I have to think about it for probably five days and then end up not posting it. And then it's just, I, the challenge, the biggest challenge is probably myself because of how I perceive society because I know we're progressing but but there are still a few people that um aren't with the program and aren't with everything going on so it just scares me because I don't want to offend anyone and I don't want to be a disgrace or anything like that so yeah but I think it's more okay from I always think about this I feel like any even like um our community like if we're basing it out of like a small community, which is our school community. We're not basing it on a big, like, the whole Saudi Arabia. Uh, from school to school, like, the the way you'd go about it would differ and, and you'd be worried about how people perceive you. And, and of course, that goes on to every school, to every, like, to the wide-range community. But if I'd compare our school to other school, especially our school... It's hard to do that. Were you like more afraid to go public because of your friends, the people who are close to you? Or were you afraid to go, not afraid, but you were skeptical about going public generally? Was it more because of the the close people, uh, your school community, how they perceive you, how, how what they say about you? Or generally, like the whole, like, having negative comments having comments having a following what was worrying you more what was why were you skeptical about about it? you were saying in how i speak how i talk but i want you to dive into dive more into it so my friends and people that have been with me for example you guys my class yeah um i hope that each of you really know me even though it's hard because we have a big class but you know what I'm about you know my intentions and I wasn't directly scared because of my class or worried 
um, or my friends even, because they know who I am and this is what I love to do and this is um, just a part of my life, yeah. right? I'm just showing small parts of my life. But as for school community, which is the community I'm in, that's basically my community. Um, I was scared because there are a lot of people I don't know, a lot of people that don't know me, a lot of people that um, will think like I'm doing something weird or I'm never going to achieve whatever standard they're going to hold me up to. So I was really scared of what people would say behind closed doors without me being there because I know that they probably wouldn't say anything to my face or under my pictures, but when they're alone with their friends, what they're saying, what they're thinking, when they see me post a picture, you know, it just, it scared me because um, I'm a people pleaser yeah. <laughs> and I want everyone to like me. <laughs> um, so, um, I know that you have... Um, like friends that are not Saudi, friends that are Saudi, do you think in uh, the people, um, like friends out of school, international people, inter- uh, students who, are like, who study in international schools, were, were, were they more um, supportive? Or do you think in a both, both parties, both people were supportive? Or do you think um, your friends that were your Saudi friends, specifically your Saudi mm-hmm. friends, do you think and uh, you felt that there was something going on behind closed doors? I just want you to, I just want to contrast. I'm, I'm intrigued. I really want to know. Um, something very unexpectedly actually happened when I started being public and posting and people found out and posting even modeling pictures and all of that. Yeah. There are a lot of people from our school community that I never expected to comment positively or text me privately like telling me I'm doing amazing or like you know it's just I never expected the love that I got and like support from people that I don't even talk to in our school so that was really nice so I feel like because I'm surrounded mainly by my school community which is primarily made of Saudi people there's uh, only a bunch of foreigners and people from different countries I feel like the Saudi friends or my Saudi friends really supported me immensely. And it was very unexpected. And I'm sure there are people that don't like what I'm doing, but it's just like, it made me happy knowing that there are people that don't even know me, but have seen me and support me still. You know, it's nice. Yeah, it is nice. I'm happy. That That's really good. Okay, so the next question is, so do you receive... um? negative comments or have you received generally negative criticism like um somebody approached you um about your instagram account if yes do you think it's because you're a woman partially it's because you're a woman like is yeah i i guess what you're saying because there is um a stigma around women uh being present online and having a social media presence and thankfully I have never received negative comments directly under my pictures or in my direct messages on Instagram or anything like that but as I mentioned before um, there are people that disagree or don't necessarily like what I'm doing or view it as uncommon and um, weird or strange so and I feel like that is because I'm a woman because 
we have to play into the gender roles that were set out for us. And also, Saudi Arabia in general is a country that loves traditions. And I love it as well. It's part of why I love living here mm. and being in this community. I feel like we hold on and treasure um, our past and the traditions that we have carried on along decades, yeah. many, many decades. Yeah. But I feel like um, Saudi Arabia is at a point of transitioning and becoming... Um, just progressing generally yeah and i feel like this is a part of it but there are people that view it as a disgrace and um i think like it's disrespected basically to have such a social media presence um from my from my opinion like if i'm talking about my friends um They like yeah, they like influencers, uh, like Yara Nemla, Reem Asana, uh, Sosan Al Ghadi. They they actually like they follow them. They 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 like what they do. They actually are like with it too. They love it. It's just yeah. I think, um, it's the part. It's it's who struggles. It who the people who struggle are the people are trying to get there. They're trying to grow their following, but. Um, Saudi people like th- this trans this part this process this like phase of going from here to there is what they may criticize or they see as what is she doing and then they find it as or they deem it as like you're saying weird or or why is she doing that it's not I don't know any I feel like it's because of that if if you're trying to grow if you're trying to be that sort of way. Um, you'll yeah. get criticism for it. I completely agree with what you're saying, 100%. Because as soon as you reach that standard that has, that people have set up for you to be successful or uh, this well-known person, then it's praised and loved. But when you're trying, exercising, and even these very famous influencers, and they're obviously very well-known, um, they do get criticism for being exactly. Arab and... Yeah. putting uh, their thoughts and preferences online. So you're always going to have people that are going to hate on what you do, and you're always going to have people that are going to criticize you, and that's just inevitable in this process. Well, I think it's different from influencer to influencer. Like, I feel like sure. Yara, um, Yara and Namna doesn't get as much hate as Rima Sainé, for instance, because... Completely. Yeah, it's Completely. because that um, you know Yara Nemla, she's not really here. Yeah, she uh, she doesn't uh, wear hijab in real life. She wears hijab only in her socials, and it's more because uh, she says she claims it's because re- uh, respecting the culture. She doesn't want. And again, like I, I totally understand where she's coming from. She's trying to like be as distant as she can from the people on Instagram. Th- the the conservatives that may come on her feed or uh, yeah attack her with like insults or anything I think that's the main reason why she does it and then you have the Muslimer who's more I don't care what you guys think and I'll just do whatever I want to she doesn't really there's different influences and you you can see why somebody's getting hate and somebody's not getting hate and at the same time I don't know if that's fair you know. Because yeah. she's being who she is. It's sad that influencers such as Yara Namla feel like they have to conceal parts of themselves 
to conform or to be what society expects them to be or what is deemed acceptable in society. Yeah. So it's a, it's an obligation. You know, I have to cover my hair now because I don't want to get criticism because I don't want to get hated on. So she's not really showing herself in her true form and her actual habitat, which is kind of sad that she has to feel that way and proceed doing, pursue her career in that way, you know? If, if she was actually in real life she was a hijabi i would be she's 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 showing part of who she is through her instagram but the fact is she is like you're saying she's making it an obligation because of her followers because of and most of her followers are saudis and and i see why they'd get more hate or they'd be directly hated upon through the comments um but at the same time you for instance um it would be like you're still trying to grow this followers and and maybe i don't know but i like you know there are the some people that are supporting you and and i'm one of those people i just feel like there is support and, and there is hate when it, you're you're step you're stepping into this industry of course and it can be tough in the beginning because As much as you tell yourself, it's not going to hurt me. They're just comments on a screen. It doesn't matter what people think of you. I am still, I'm dreading the moment that I get my first hate comment or I get somebody that posts something bad about me because it's scary. It's The internet is there forever. Everything you post is there forever. Um, a million people are going to see it and It's terrifying to know that some people are gonna do that to me in the future. But you're always gonna be hated for what you're doing, so it's fine. Till now. <laughs> um, do you get um terrified to post something? If it's a story, if it's a, I I want to know more about that because, okay, as a viewer, um, if I watch your stories, I feel a sense in that you're worried, like just the energy and you're you're sort of worried well i don't know why but i feel like if you would um if you would be more i don't care what you guys think and more confident you would come about it in a more confident um approach Wait. yeah yeah people wouldn't care but it's because you're worried that i feel the sense of Um, she doesn't want to do this, but she wants to do. Uh, talk more about that. I want. I, I'm like as a viewer interested to know. Okay, so basically, something I struggle with, and I know no one is putting this pressure on me, literally no one. But I'm putting this pressure on myself to have everything very like organized and like set and yeah. beautiful looking. Like I'm. I just want it to be perfect, basically. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a perfectionist, You're a maybe, perfectionist. but I just want everything to look in place. And that's not what people want to see. I know that's not, because that's not how my life really is. Um, I'm not this rigid person. Um, I love having fun. I love talking. And it's hard for me to do that so openly because I'm scared of criticism and because I'm scared of what people would say. It's just this constant worry. this insecurity that everyone's gonna say something or comment something, show this to someone. And I, I should let go of that and just be myself because I know that's how you grow your following. I know, because I want a community that 
I want to build a platform in a community where people understand who I am yeah. and interact with me and talk with me. The main purpose is just to make friends and teach people, have them teach me. It's just, I want it to be fun. So I just need to learn how to let go. And you have to let loose, <laughs> not care what people think. Okay. So um, would you consider local Saudi influencers, including yourself, feminists, um, in the sense where you're kind of countering like the tra- the traditional female like identity, even if it's in terms of makeup, um, wearing makeup that isn't like the usual style of a Saudi or clothes or um, challenging the norms of okay, if I'm a woman, I have to make my account private. Um, I have to. I think you're getting where I'm at. You can dive into that more. Okay, so the feminist movement is such a huge movement worldwide. Yes. And a lot of people might think that considering myself a feminist because I'm a micro-influencer and presenting parts of my life is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just a minuscule aspect of feminism. However, it is still an aspect. There's so much to the movement and there's so much that needs to be done to actually conquer um, the, I would say, oppression or suppression of women in the world. So we must conquer every single aspect to get there and actually achieve true equality and equity. And that is why I feel like as small as my role is, I think I am being a feminist by displaying my life publicly because it's out of the norm because on um guys when guys post pictures publicly it's normal and it's not questioned yeah as much as when a woman if their account is public you mean publicly yeah so i feel like this criticism um is amplified with women and me countering that and showing up and posting and creating content is a way of being a feminist. Yeah, I agree. I also think, like, there's certain things, like, um, like, um, let me get a good example. Um, like, for example, Sosan El Ghadi, okay? So, um, mm-hmm. she would, she, you, you, you could, like, imagine her, Mathan, dyeing her hair pink or blue. Or Yara Nemla doing like this eye makeup that wouldn't usually like be something like a Saudi woman see, feels like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do that. Like there's a lot of people critici- criticizing um, being individualistic and being like fun and and just doing whatever you want and whatever you like not basically what I'm trying to see maintaining the certain image of how you should look like as a Saudi woman because there is the stigma there is this way of okay you need to do this you need to do that you need to look like that there is like this specific way like every all including moms like see okay you have to look like this like you have to wear your makeup like this you have to you have to your hair even when it comes to like like me personally like my hair is curly my mom always have this, has this like yeah, any 
I wouldn't say she doesn't like my curly hair, but um, she'd always say, "Shay, ahjidi sharik, ahjidi sharik." Like make it straight, ahla. It looks more presentable. Like I feel like there is this certain image of okay, she has to have like it's nicer if she has brown or black hair, or she has brown eyes, or she um her makeup. Like if she do doesn't do this specific kind of makeup. It's weird. It's it's out of the box. Why are you doing that? And she will be made fun of. So I think it's nice that we have these micro influencers, and like you who are wearing like eye makeup that isn't like is out of the box, or or dyeing their hair, or wearing clothes they love. Like that's what I love about micro influencers. Now they don't, they don't, they are they don't embody like the um. the traditional female woman how she should look like she's they're just trying to be themselves and that's the whole idea of micro influencers challenging like this belief or this um cultural expectation of how a woman should be so you said it perfectly and yeah. also if we said it's on a global scale all these people are failing to realize that we are stuck in this little confined box globally as to who we are, what we do, where we live. People still think we're living in a desert with camels around us. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous um, that that is still the belief that is held by many people globally. So I feel with a social media presence and with having the Saudi youth, especially um, Instagram, adults even stand up and talk on social media, do this and that, go there and here. It's gonna show people around the world who we are, what we are capable of, what our potential is, and we can leave a print as a whole community, as a whole kingdom on the world in a more digital aspect. Yeah. And I think that's important in our day and age. Especially Instagram, I feel like it does the job you're trying to suggest, you're trying to say here. And yeah. um, I think the main reason why we have we have this like need i feel like even you have this need sometimes even though like you're not you you are palestinian you, you being in this community you feel like this need and i have to have this image like we we stress upon that because we we're we're a collectivist society we all have to agree upon a certain thing but i think what instagram is trying to do is be oh you have this instagram account and you can be your individual self in it and that's why instagram is great and that's why micro influencers are great because they're public and, and they're encouraging that especially amongst female women here in saudi so exactly. i completely agree with that yeah. um and also to add on to that why micro influencing is great um and i love it it's because it's more relatable so because more um teenagers look up to western influencers and yeah. celebrities yeah, there's exactly. a lack of of saudi influencers that have a voice have a platform and i think it's so crucial to have saudi influencers um be present because the youth can look up to them relate to them learn from them in a setting that is shared between them so it makes things easier to understand easier to get easier to do and i feel like that's so important because that has helped me with influencers huge influencers that we see today it's really helped me that's great yeah i i was going to ask now has someone approached you or came up to you and was like oh i, I want to do what you're doing like 
saw it as something relatable, especially when it comes to makeup, all these kinds of things. And I'm not really a makeup fan, but like I, I'd, I'd say that maybe somebody has approached you or like you, you sprung upon upon this like empowerment amongst female women here about oh like you can be confident and and, and freely express yourself in, in this like little instagram account and just be yourself like yeah. my question is has someone approached you or do you think even if nobody approached you do you think that you you play a role in like empowering this you know first of all you know how to make a pun because you don't need makeup <laughs> and then second of all um i have gotten a few people dm me asking about modeling mainly so really? i that's great ask me um how i got into it and how to contact people how to get into it um and even intricate details about my modeling experience because they want to do it and there are many people that have asked me that have done it yeah. and when i see their pictures it just makes me so happy because i know that they asked me and I don't know if, of course, I wasn't the main person um, they were inspired to do that from. Inspired is a big word, but it just makes me feel happy. You are a part of it. People think that my messages are open and they're a safe place. I'll talk to you, we'll interact, I'll give you the information you need. And it's very nice because I feel like I am starting to build like a small, tiny, like baby, it's so, so tiny, but community of like-minded people that want to interact and want to learn and want to have fun and want to be friends. I just want more friends. It's more fun that way. That's great. Okay, so I think this comes to end our conversation about micro-influencers in the Instagram space and how they're challenging this... They're challenging the female woman in Saudi and who she is. So thank you for being part of this podcast. It was great having you, Batuid. Thank you so much. I had fun too. Your questions were amazing.